it's the funniest thing in the fucking world because like this week I told somebody there's there's really one thing I really don't fuck with. Like don't fuck with my food or don't make jokes about my food. If I had to go do something, like, if we're all in the break room and yeah. I got up and I went to go wash my hands, if I come back and now everybody's staring at my food... That's not cool. Right before I'm about to eat, I will take whatever it is, no matter how much it costs... Throw it out. And I'm throwing it out. Yeah, it's not cool. Like, I've done that before. Like, I, ha- I ordered breakfast and all that. Bacon, egg, and cheese on a hero. Extra bacon, extra cheese, <laughs> had the eggs fried and all that. I'm talking about this was the works, okay? He said pepper and everything on there. Yeah, you're damn right. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I get there and I sat down, got up for a second just to go wash my hands. And then everybody's come back and they're laughing right before I'm about to take a bite and everybody's staring at it. And I was just like... Couldn't even trust it. I took the whole thing, threw it out, and everybody's like, "Now nah, we were just fucking with you." I was like, "Yo, don't fuck with my food. Yeah, don't fuck with cool. my food." Like, I don't. I, I thought don't like we were that past that. We're not like in school no more. Right, like, and I'm just like, "Yo, we've grown out. We've grown as adults. Like, stop playing with me. Like, tell a different joke." He said, "Playing with my food is like playing with my emotions." Speaking of jokes, did you hear what D'Angelo Russell said? Oh man, leave that man alone. He won't. He won't go play with Devin Booker and Carl Anthony Towns. How? How they're going to play together, or would it work? I mean, the only timetable that that really works out is if uh, Booker and uh, Towns ends up joining the Warriors. Because there are different timetables. I mean, there's trades, there's... I mean, it's a lot. I mean, people... I mean, I don't know. The way the league is now with players forcing their way out of situations, I, I don't know what it could be. But like a lot of people were making jokes about it. They're just like, well, they're, they're going to be a great offensive team. They're going to be the worst defensive team ever. Yeah, me and Al Hassan were saying it. He was like, who's going to play defense? And then Paul Pierce is just like, oh, you got Carl. I was like, don't you ever fucking disrespect Kevin Garnett and even remotely say that Carl Anthony Towns has any possibility of being what that man is defensively. Like, Kevin Garnett is just built different. That's a different breed of man right there. <laughs> Don't you ever fucking disrespect him. Oh, well, you know, he could kind of do something. Shut your ass up. That's why he wasn't a top 15 small forward of all time. Truth. I didn't have him. He's not small. He's not a top 15 small forward? I may have put him on honorable mentions. He shit himself in the finals. He did. He admitted it. He had dookie stains in his shorts. So he had all the guys carry him like something was wrong, put him in the wheelchair and stuff like that so no one could catch the dookie. Then all of a sudden he go to the back, change his shorts, change his drawers. Rather quickly, by the way. Like, he didn't take, like, I suggest you take a shower. That, anyways, that's cool or whatever. Well, that's not cool. Well, what I'm saying is, he, he Paul is. is definitely a top 15 Yeah, he forward. is. And you know what? To be perfectly <laughs> honest with you, I was thinking about it the other day. Mm-hmm. And I think we both totally undervalued Kobe Bryant. No, no. I, I know where I stand. I'm firm. You've said this before. I'm firm where I'm at. Where was he? He was top 10? I stand firm all time. Yeah. No, he was top 15. I, I, have, him I, top, I have him top 15 too. I, have, I, I think I have him at 12, I believe. We had him very similar on our list. And to be quite frank with you, I kind of am thinking about moving him up you just a little bit more. You can do whatever you want to do. The I reason why, firm. The reason why <laughs> is because he's legitimately... He basically almost had two three-peats. 
And that's the thing that it took me a while to under like I forgot about that one. He almost beat the Celtics the first time that they were playing. That's before they got that's when they had the soul and stuff like that. But like imagine if he wins that and now he's the orchestrator behind not one but two three peats. Well he wouldn't be the orchestrator behind. I mean, one. he's been a pivotal part of two epic three-peats. But, like, the things that we factor in as well, he takes bad shots historically. But he's the reason not a why, good teammate. But the reason why I said the good teammate thing is I'll 100% agree with you. The only thing that I had there was that, and, it, and I was parsing it a little bit, I was just like, he had to take a lot of those shots because a lot of the guys on his team are subpar. Like... Dude, when Smush Parker, Sasha Vujicic, Shannon Brown, like, these aren't guys that are going to go down in the annals of basketball right, but history. when I look at somebody like LeBron who would make those players better. No, when, and guess when somebody what? like LeBron and I had gets Della Vadova no, 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 no. a match and I contract. Had that, and I had that same argument with my boy. Yeah. But when I thought about it, I was like, I think I'm being a little bit too harsh and just relying upon the numbers when looking at him because... But that's an eye test, though, too, because we saw LeBron. But from an eye not test, LeBron, it's not like it's, you can't say that Kobe Bryant's not one of the best players that you've ever seen play. I don't think top 15 is a slouch. I don't think it's a slouch either, but I think he's deserving. <laughs> I, think he's more, I think he's more deserving of a top 10 selection. And I think There's what literally nobody is, I would put him over. Though. That's the thing. Like, I, I'm not putting him over Larry. I'm not putting him over Magic. I'm not putting him over Mike. He's 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 a, he's a copy of Mike, so I can't put him over Mike. Oh, of course, I'm not. not putting him over LeBron. I'm not putting him over Kareem. I, like I, because I'm pretty sure I have I have a Lajuan over him. I'm not putting him over Lajuan or like literally. I'm being honest with you. It's not just numbers. It's also what they did on the court. It's just like I'm not put like prime Kobe or, or prime Hakeem Olajuwon. Me Hakeem Olajuwon. Prime Kobe or prime Tim Duncan. Tim, du- like that's what I'm saying. I, mean, I Tim literally Duncan's, Tim Duncan's top five, and that's that's what I'm saying. Like that's it's, firm. It's like I, I don't feel like I'm being harsh. I'm looking at. I'm it not like, saying he's deserving of a top five pick, but I think maybe him being at nine or I, ten. The only thing I can you say, could parse hairs. the only thing I can say is maybe it's not fair, and I think this is not fair that we value built big men so highly, but they make such a large impact. Because my top ten list is heavy big man. I got Shaq. I got no, Kareem, no, no, no. That's fine because but the like, history of the game, for the most part, was all about the big men. And to be quite frank with you, I still say that the most impactful players on any team historically is more likely than not going to be a big man. Yeah, I mean, outside of like basically LeBron and Mike, and even to a certain extent. They're, look, I know everybody wants to say LeBron James is a small forward, but that man plays power forward. He plays point guard. I don't even... He's a positionless player to me, yeah, in is. a sense. Jordan is a guard and yeah. a shooting guard. Well, LeBron plays more of a... He plays more point than anything right. else. Right, so and that was where I was trying to make... Like where I was trying to make the argument was is that we were arguing like why I rated Kobe so low and then I was like well he's a bad teammate and then my boy who loves getting in basketball arguments with me I don't understand why because <laughs> he's passionate because he's, so, he's usually wrong <laughs> no, he he is but like he tries to defend these points and like he always keeps coming back to like these weird things and I'm just like give me a superstar outside of like let's say Dirk Nowitzki who was a legit 
walk in, no questions asked, Hall of Famer about all his credentials. Give me a guy like that that's won a championship without somebody else being there with him. And I think it, it's highly unfair that people look at LeBron and kind of go, like, well, he lost so many times in the finals. Newsflash, he's been to more finals. The more times you go is the more likelihood that you will do it. And quite frankly, there's maybe like three. He's never, he hasn't been the favorite the whole time. He hasn't been the favorite most of the time. He certainly wasn't the favorite his first trip with that Cleveland team in San Antonio. The fact that he was able to do that against the defending champions to I'm, put up that many points, to play that game that he played, it's just like, dude, what are you talking After about? After that, I had LeBron top three in the league. After that. Yeah. To me, I was just like, oh, okay, he different. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's special. He different. He's special. <laughs> anyway, guys, sorry about that. Slight tangent to start off with. <laughs> Let's just be glad it was all basketball this time. <laughs> I still love you, Aisha Diaz. Yo, so random. <laughs> not really. If you've been following along, you know about my love for that girl. <laughs> she in a relationship right now? Apparently so, with some dude from Dubai. I don't got that Saudi money, but I promise you, I would... Look, whatever you need... You would need, do terrible things to good men to get there? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put a pastor on... Man, you heard about that pastor this week? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Talking about, I'm going down here for Lucy Nick Snick. Well, his family says it's not him. I just want to take my time. Okay, let me not get the other Okay, whoa. Just like the other Chris, we're taking our time, people. Anyway, <laughs> this is the 94.5 podcast. Once again, this is Chris, uh, Sage of the Concrete Jungle. It's your boy Steve. AKA. You know why I came. Really? Yeah. So you're just not going to keep comparing yourself to people anymore. You stopped. <laughs> you plateaued after the black Corey Matthews. That, listen, that's where you stopped? Listen, listen. You know why I came. You know why I'm here. You're rocking with the best right now. This is this is the triangle offense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Steve, Chris, and Anchor. This is the triangle offense. Okay. All right. Can, is this early 90s triangle rather than... Yeah. Okay. This is this because I, I I really wouldn't want to be the triangle now. I this, prefer a more motion based. This is nineteen ninety three. Jordan eights with the straps. Triangle offense. Okay. All right. We got it. We got Beating it. the Suns, crushing Charles Barkley's dreams. Poor Charles. Triangle offense. And you know what? I feel really bad. You know what? Uh, low key, fuck Shaq. Why? Because I feel like Shaq's a dick for what he keeps doing. <laughs> when he points to his fist. Yeah, every time he's like, I got one of these. This is like, shut your big no eyebrow having ass up. What's the matter with you? Listen, man, he you won. You your Papa John commercials. Get out of here. That man, that Shaq money long. He got Dubai money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> Shaq money long. Of course. He stopped him from getting tore up by Dame, though. Somebody had a good point. They were just like, Dame is definitely a better rapper. But Shaq's disses are just more funny. They're more comical. Yeah, like you Shaq laugh. is looking to just clown on you to a beat. Dame is trying to make Actually lyrics. Rap. Yeah, like, he's like, I feel like, and I feel like that's like somebody said that's why it evens out because it does. Like Dame is really rapping, but Shaq is like more entertaining. I love the fact. I still like yo that line about Penny. Yeah, but that line when he said when he, what did Shaq say when he was a dirty baby boy in diapers or something like that? He was a doo doo baby boy in diapers. It's I like, had Bentley's, Benz's, Viper, yeah, that was kind of hard. I get it, but I'm just like, 
okay. <laughs> it's funny. I know, but it's like, He's uh, funny. You gotta go with your strength. He's funny. Oh, yeah, of course. He had all that. Uh, but today, we're finally into the top 20. Yeah. So we're gonna go through 11 through 20 on our all on our top 50 players in the NBA list this week, as well as we'll be going over the Central Division. And you know, depending on how we feel, we might have one more. Yeah, we might have one more. We might have one more. It's a good place to go. Ah, so we're we're gonna have a lot long discussion about all this out of here. Top so, 20, yeah. Top 20, yeah. You set it off. All right, so I got Donovan Mitchell. Uh-huh. Got my man Luca. Uh-huh. I got uh, CJ McCollum. Uh-huh. I got uh, Blake Griffin. Uh-huh. And I got a man that made the worst mistake of his life, even though it's a lot of money, Bradley Beal. You should not have signed that extension. <laughs> Wait, he signed the extension? He signed the extension this week. A max extension. He can leave after two years. I'm like, yo, bro, what are what, you what, two doing? years? If he leaves after two years, I believe he gets the 10-year vet thing, and he can sign a $266 million uh, extension. And I'm just like, but it's the Wizards. Like, if you're, like, this is the this is the weird fundamental thing that I've always had with basketball. And I'll get back to where I this, yeah. yeah, but it's just like, the money's great. But did you play just to make money or did you play because you wanted to win championships? And that doesn't mean sacrifice money for it, but I still think that some of the moves that you should make should always be for the ultimate goal is to win a championship. And I have no idea what that Wizards team is going to be. I mean, but that's your opinion. I feel like some guys probably look at it like, it's more likely that I'm going to get paid this money that I'm going to win a championship. And it, statistically, it's true. No, it's I, under, I understand that, but I also feel like the money, like, because the thing is, is that at least the way how low and a lot of the stuff that I kind of understand from the cap is the fact that obviously we're not in that realm. So when I say this, most people are going to roll their eyes. But I think he would have lost that on like 15 mil. Now, the 15 mil is a lot for me and you. It's a hell of a lot of money to leave on the table for me and you. It's a lot of money for them to leave on the table. $15 my thing million? Is, yeah, but my thing is is that I think there's a different qualification that comes with you once you're a champion. And I, I think that I think the that advertisement I, and how you sell and how you can market yourself is totally different once you get that ring. And it just puts you in a different echelon. And I kind of feel like... It's one of these moves that is going to sound like it's almost like KG-esque where it's just like you've stayed with this team for far too long and yeah, you made the money but KG even said outside of the money, he know he stood it there for too long because his greatness should have been more appreciated on a team with an organization that was going to propel him into a different stratosphere and I feel like Bradley Beal is just like, well this team's going to suck they can only suck so much with you there. They're never going to get to the point where it's a strip down. I mean, I mean, we don't know what he's thinking, but... You signed the extension, 15, so the... 15 mil is a lot Look, money. the only thing that could save them is if he signs the extension, and then, like, it doesn't work immediately, and then they trade you to somewhere else, but then you also lost all your leverage. 
Like, you lost all your leverage. The one thing that you could have said this year was, yo, you guys have to do something to put winners around me or I'm out. I think he just wanted the max money. I think that he's taking the max money and then he's going to look at it as trying to get a championship later. I mean... Personally, maybe if I was in that situation, and, and what the money doesn't... It doesn't vary that greatly to the point where it's like, dude, okay, this one team could offer me... One uh, fifty over the course of three years. Right. This other team could offer me uh, one twenty. No, not even that, because it's not even that much. It's like one thirty, and yeah, it's it's That's a lot of million dollars. I know it's a lot of money, but then at the same point, it's like it's not like you couldn't make that up. Because Lowe was saying that the difference between them signing the extension for that extra year. Okay, just think, how Bradley Bill gonna make up twenty million dollars? It's not even. It's not necessarily just. The, it's you could do other different things. They were just like if you had, if you do the, you could have went with another team. You could have signed the max anyway and given yourself the out after two years. Then re up with that team, and then once you re upped with that team, you're now in a different vets bonus where the max is still your max, and what you're getting. But then, what other team would he have signed with? Dude, there's so many teams with money out there this summer and not players. I'm talking about teams in terms of winning a championship, though. Look, I know that this sounds shaky, and we'll obviously get to this in the second part of there. I think there are a ton of teams that are coming up that will have the money and have the infrastructure already laid out, depending on how they develop. Because it wouldn't have stopped him. He still could have signed the extension... Or he could have re-upped his contract with them during the summer. I don't know. Like, I, I'm just not a firm believer in sacrificing your in sacrificing your leverage with an organization that's already proven that they can't just leave it. Okay. Like, with an organization that's shown you that, dude, they just can't get it right. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, the Wizards are strange. They still got paid that John Wall money. I don't know what the hell's going like, on. Like, that's the thing. Dude, John Wall's last year is going to be $50 million. Shout out to Clutch Sports. And, hey. <laughs> Rich, Rich Paul got his agent fee for that one. That's all I'm saying. My, my other thing is just that on the flip side, it's just like with the whole China situation and the fact that our GOAT really shot himself in the mouth this this year. I guess. I mean we could get to that in the second part of that. I kinda I kinda feel like I understood what he was saying. It just didn't necessarily need to be said the way that he said it. I mean listen man. And I it kinda shot him in the foot a little bit. Stand, I'll take it. I don't think he said anything wrong. No, I look, we could get to that in the second part, but I don't think he said anything wrong. I think on all ends the timing was off. I understood where he was coming from once I read the I tweets. Know. The statement that he made sounded bad until you saw how he clarified it with his tweets later. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> we, we can get to that in the second part of the pot. Okay, Definitely. So, who else? No, those are my five. Uh, I have Luca over Mitchell. I know that's probably more contentious, but... What about you? Well, Luca and I are my top 20, which we discussed before. I, got, I don't know why. I got Luca at 22. I don't know <laughs> I got why. Luca at 22. I don't know why. <laughs> I got Blake Griffin at 20. Okay, that's not bad. I got Donovan Mitchell at 19. Okay. 
I got Jimmy Butler at 18. Ooh, okay. I have Jimmy Butler at 13. I got Kimball Walker at 17. And I have Walker at 26. And I have Rudy Gobert at 16, so that's my five. Yeah, but we talked about that a lot last year. I mean, last week. Yeah. Um, Gobert, just because I don't think what he's doing offensively is there just yet. I'd love to see him I add think, more. I don't, I don't think he's ever, ever going to be there. I was looking at him as like the best defensive specialist maybe outside of Patrick Beverly. I saw him shooting I saw him shooting some threes and things like that to add that to his game. And, and also, Gobert is in a situation more so now than even last season where it's just like they're not going to run anything offensively for him and Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell there. I mean... So I don't really... <laughs> Obviously, outside of pick and rolls and yeah, things that's like what that, I mean, like, featuring him, yeah. So I don't, especially since and they're maybe a playoff team, they're looking like... And maybe if he's a trailer early on in the season, you want to see how he works with shooting the three. Right. Just because I'm a big proponent in... Shout out to Ben Simmons for finally shooting a three. Um, what? <laughs> I mean, hey, the one three, whatever. I mean, he shot it. And my thing has always been, shoot the fucking shot... It's e- it's better for you to shoot the shot the and not like make this. it. I'm a playoff something that matters guy. All that's cute. They're a playoff team. I want to see him shoot that three. Even when, don't even got to be a hand in the face. Wide open in the playoffs. Not even high pressure, low pressure. Two minutes left to hold on to a lead. That's what I want to see. When they kick it to you wide open and there's two minutes left in the game and you're how up by that, three. How is, that, how is that a low pressure situation? You're up by three. Two minutes left in the game. Two left. That's not a low pressure situation. For a professional basketball player, it is. that is not it. Not two minutes left. You're wide open. You're up. You're up by three. So if you miss it, you're still up by three. You gotta come back down and play defense. Not That's two, why I said that. Two minutes left to me is not a low pressure situation unless you're up by like twenty. Well, because anything. No, because guess what? You miss that. They come down. They tie up the game. Now, yeah. now you have to make your next shot. And this that's, is and, not. This and is that's not when low. it goes from a low to high. Oh, mate. Okay, your definition of low to high. There, yeah. I'm still saying that's still pressure because of everything else that can happen subsequently. I'm thinking, like, yo, if you're open, first or second man, quarter, listen, shoot is, the damn three. Man, listen, this is the NBA playoffs. Everything's heightened. You either pushing or you falling. It's the NBA playoffs, baby. Push it. Push <laughs> it real good. Dun, 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 okay. Dun, 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 dun. So who are your next five? <laughs> Who are the 15 guys? Moving on. <laughs> I have Clay Thompson. Okay. Uh, objectively, I put him there because when I was looking through the list, this is also a product of what's going to happen next year. And while I, while I think that Clay Thompson is still one of the better, is still one of the best two-way players in the league. Facts on facts on facts. The injury is there. Which, let me reiterate or repeat again, this is why I don't have him on my list at all because of the injury. I still feel that he can come back this year, depending on what. We have no idea what it'll look like. Right, and they were talking about this on the Bill Simmons podcast, where it's just like, if he comes back March, depending on where the Warriors are, it might not even make sense. To even it may not make sense for him to come back. He was talking about this with Kevin O'Connor. Shout out to Kevin. He just got married the other day. Good for him. I'm mad you trying to like you know him, but go ahead. Look, man, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know where this is going. Look, you say this now, and then all of a sudden the start of the uh, the NBA podcast comes out, and they go like, "Yo, shout out to the 94.5 for congratulating us on our we- uh, on my wedding." 
and then we could go from there. Maybe we could get some of this Listen, Bill Simmons I'm, money. I'm okay, not, I'm not denying that. I'm Thank just you. Saying, just, like, just let me have it. Just let me have it. Go ahead, bro. Do what you gotta do. <laughs> I put Kyrie Irving, uh, Jimmy Butler, Russell Westbrook, and Paul George. So my next five, 15, I got Carl Anthony Towns, 14, Ooh. Bradley Bill, okay. 13, CJ McCollum, 12, Paul George, 11, Kyrie, 10, Russell Westbrook. Yeah, you went one too high there. Whatever. Still 11. Whatever. <laughs> okay, so now we know Russell's top 10 player for you. Great. Why is 10. Carl Anthony Towns on that high? He doesn't play defense at all. Notice how I got... At 16, Rudy Gobert, the guy who plays defense with no offense. And then at 15, I got the guy who plays offense with no defense. I thought you value defense more. I do value. Switch positions. Listen, listen. (laughs) I do value defense more, but the league doesn't. (laughs) The league doesn't. Oh, yeah. By the way, shout out to the fact that Draymond Green is actually 6'5". No, let's not shout that out. No, no. At 6'5", to do everything that you're doing... You get you get some props for that. The fact that you can defend one through five at six five. Well, here's the thing. It makes it. I don't know. It's weird now because it's like I kind of was more impressed because I thought he was six nine guarding ones, but now you're six five. You're 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 a two guard guarding ones, so you're supposed to do that. Yeah, but then you're a two guard guarding fives. You see, like you're you're a two guard defending fours and fives. Yeah, to me, is a little bit more impressive than you being a four. That's able to defend. To me, I think once. differently only because the era we're in, because there are so many stretch fours and stretch fives. If he was banging with Shaq and them back in the day, I'd be like, oh yeah, but I don't think that he could do that. Like, I, don't, I don't think Draymond was going like prime, lock up prime Shaq, Tim That's Duncan, not, Kings, I Okay, guess. first of all, I always find that these things are unfair because like we always compare them <laughs> to like the best of the best. Oh, there's no way he can well, lock Draymond this guy down. Draymond is like, it basically, it's still in his prime. Yeah, but. Like, you're like, hey, he can't shut down the greatest power forward of all time. Of course he can't. The greatest power okay, forward so of all time. Okay, so how about this? How about this? How about they call him the body himself, Ben Wallace? So Draymond will put a body on Ben Wallace back in the day? I think so, yeah. He can keep him out of paint. I want everybody to know he is smoking weed right now, so that might be the reason why he gave that answer. First of all, I just started. How dare you? <laughs> it was one pull. Like, like shit, it blew up my whole spot. And it was straight to the brain because there's no way to drape my green on body down Bill Wallace. Have you seen Bill Wallace? Bill Wallace has like zero offensive game though. I'm talking about just in the post, grabbing rebounds, blocking yeah. shots. I think he could keep him out of the. Draymond Ben Wallace is built like Black Panther without having a suit. Are you are you serious right now? First of all, I'm still very, very, very upset that Killmonger is dead in that universe. I mean, it's highly kinda, upset. It is kind of ridiculous. Well, no, this one makes it even more ridiculous. Side, this is like a comic book thing. No, it's fine. Claw and Killmonger Bro, are his two biggest villains. How do you feel both of them in one movie? I don't know how that works. What was the, look, we were talking about this. One, one of them. One of them. First of all, neither one of them should have been killed. But one of them. Okay, you want to make a dramatic. You want to be like, oh, whatever. I thought once Claw was dead, I said, oh, so they're going to keep Killmonger around. There's going to be a my biggest pro- My biggest problem with that has always been it literally makes no sense whatsoever for Claw to die 
because regardless of whether Claw was there or not, he still had a claim to the throne to challenge for it. It did nothing to the overall story. It was just a story beat thrown in there to me that didn't make any sense. I guess you could, I mean, they shot him, right? You could always say somehow he's still alive as a bullet. We didn't see where the bullet went. It wasn't like it was a headshot. Shot him in the head. He did? Yeah. No, he shot him through the heart because he had to kill the girlfriend too. He shot him in the chest. We don't know if it hit the heart. That's the point I'm trying to make. So you bring Claw's body to Wakanda and gives it to the guy that's the best friend whose character motivation made no sense. Oh, I thought you were different from your dad. It's like, bruh, like I'm new to this. Give me a minute. Listen. Why would you betray me that fast? Listen, I don't know. I'm just saying. Look. Another problem with Black Panther is the fact that you're the most advanced civilization in the world. You still got dirt roads. Still saying. Well. That bothers me. Well, dirt roads are technically better for the environment than cement roads. Totally honest. They have no disease. They cured everything. I don't know what that means. They, no, Wakandans like they cured every disease. Well, I don't know what's it got to do with. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. I think like you could have found a better way to have. Cleaner roads so that this way you don't always have to wash off your feet when you go in somewhere. What's wrong with washing your feet off? I'm still saying, like, not every time that you walk, like, you want to just have a whole bunch of orange dirt spun you. I'm pretty sure they're wearing shoes. They're advanced. They're probably wearing better shoes. They got the best Nikes. They got, no, they're they Nikes have sneakers. Been, they're no, Nikes. they have sneakers. Yeah, their Nikes been laced up by themselves 20 years ago. They can't use that. Trademark. <laughs> Nike will sue the vibranium out of them. <laughs> you don't think Nike would? Okay. After they bowed down to China. Anywho. Yeah, that's uh, my story. So I guess we're going to do 10 to 5. You want to just do You want to just do the rest of it? Yeah, let's run through it. All right. So I got Dame Lillard. At 10? Uh-huh. Okay. I got Jokic. My man Joker. Okay. I got Embiid. All right. I got Anthony Davis. And mm, it's a little low. The reason... There's a good reason why. Anthony Davis... To me, while he's still a great player, is very injury prone. Case in point, preseason. You already heard his thumb. Yeah, he came back, but he is prone to missing a lot of games, and I don't think that that should not be excluded well, from well, since the evaluation. Shout out now, other pods. You boy Ronald Ryan Rosillo, they just did their over under for the playoffs in the West, and he was just making a good point. He was like. A lot of those injuries were earlier in Anthony Davis's career, yeah. and he was like, "Fact, like in fact, he's almost played three full seasons without any yep. serious injury. The last season doesn't really count because he really sat out only because yeah, he was waiting for the trade. So I don't know how big of a deal the injuries are when you play three full healthy seasons almost. I don't want to play. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I like everything that Anthony Davis does. I get that there's there. But, like, I still feel that... All I'm going to say is, you saw it look like preseason. Of course. You that, saw that pick and roll. Oh, my God. You saw that. That team is scary. You see it. That's a great team. <laughs> I cannot wait to watch them. They are now number one league pass team. Like, that is a team that you should never not watch when they're on. Honestly speaking, the conversation between Amino Hassan talking about how do you defend that pick and roll... 
Especially with LeBron's vision, and it's not like Anthony Davis is a bad passer at all. At He's all. above average, way above average. I mean, he was a guard for most of his life until he hit that growth spurt. Like, so uh, the way you guard it is you don't. You basically just make sure no one else helps. You erase Danny Green off the board. Then, <laughs> then at that, then at that point, then who? How many players in this league can successfully defend LeBron one v one? Especially if he's already Listen, driving. You just you, all, all you can do is just go, hey. That might not work either. I'm like, you just go, hey. He's already driving. Like, what? What I, are you doing? Like, I'm just saying. I guess you'd be like, hey, LeBron, Anthony Davis. Uh, I pick. I'm gonna take my pick with this one, but still at the same point, it's like y'all have to average 50 points a game, a piece. That no one else scores. I don't know what else to do. I'm just. I don't know. It's something I gotta think about. I really, really don't know. Like you saw that behind. You saw that no look. Yeah. When he's going over there? Yeah, that was crazy. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. But that's my point. That can't happen. And what I mean is... Like, Which means that you have to be comfortable with LeBron James and Anthony Davis basically getting one-on-one looks at the rim all day. Like, that is well, I, well, ridiculous. I, I, the only thing I can say is you try to force LeBron to take more jump shots. That's all you can do, really. That's, I mean, that's it. I'm not saying you stop LeBron. But you force him to be a three-point shooter. I mean, I, there's nothing else you can do. This little, like you do the best that you can, and you throw bodies at him and try to keep him from attacking the basket. That's it. Because once he gets to a certain space on the court, he's either dishing it to Anthony Davis or he's dishing it out to somebody else that can shoot, or he's making, <coughs> or he's finishing himself. You can't make Anthony Davis a shooter because he's actually a decent three-point shooter. But so the problem bad. that I have there is that if you're trying to force LeBron to shoot more... Anthony Davis is going to grab the boards. Exactly. So, like, what? I'm going to have to hedge on LeBron, which at that point, he's that good of here's a passer thing. that he's here's, going to find the open man. Well, here, here's how I look at it like this. In terms of that, I feel like that's, that's the poison you pick. I'd rather go with Anthony Davis trying to grab rebounds because... You don't know which way the ball's gonna bounce off. He's probably gonna get most of them, but you still have a chance. I think if LeBron, LeBron gets to, passing, if that's, LeBron, that's if LeBron gets to the paint, you have no chance. If the ball's coming off the rim, at least you have a chance to get the ball. Like I don't. I just know. think that it's it's actually what Paul Pierce said. He's like, as long as they have shooters that are actually hitting shots. There's very little that you can do in a one-on-one situation against this team because while everybody loves to talk about Kawhi Leonard and being this great defender, and by all means, he is arguably the best defender in the league. Eh, yeah, arguably the best defender in the league. The thing is, is that LeBron James still has better numbers playing head-to-head with him. Like He still averages like 28-8-8. In any heads-up matchup, and it's still shooting over fifty percent. So it's like. Well, I guess you look at it like this: you throw Paul George and Kawhi Leonard at LeBron, but then the thing is, they have no answer for Anthony Davis. So Even if you put Paul George on Anthony Davis and try to front him, there well, the no, problem no, is, no, is no, that. No, no. You're, you're, that's not what if, But what I'm saying <laughs> is that, like, if you ran it off, where like you had Kawhi defending LeBron, and then on the weak side you had George helping. To take away, let's say, their worst three-point shooter where he could hedge off of that one. Yeah. The moment Anthony Davis gets one-on-one in the paint and it gets dumped down to him, you have to send help. Then you start playing ping-pong with the ball all over again and someone has an open shot. I say you don't send help. 
You just be like, hey, Anthony Davis, you got to score 70 points today. I mean, between him and LeBron, I think it's totally doable. <laughs> hey, I want to see it. And it, I don't and know. You know I just don't know. And the problem is that it could be a very easy... <laughs> it's some easy nights because even if Anthony Davis doesn't have it on the defensive end, if he blocks a shot and they start running... I just like to know, as you say this, Anthony Davis is not in your top five. But go ahead. He's not. <laughs> like I said, he needs to prove all this. <laughs> okay. And in my opinion, I think the other players are more deserving of being there. Have Giannis. You have, you have Giannis at what number? Uh, six. I still need a jump shot. You wild. I need a jump shot. You wild. What about number, number five? Uh, well, it's Harden, but yeah. Just finish the whole list. Just finish the whole top ten. Oh, okay. Add Curry. Add four. Uh huh. All right. Still add Durant. Well, Durant's not on my list at all. I know he's yeah. not on your list, which is subsequently going to move a lot of things up. I got Kawhi, and then I have to go. Okay, so my top ten. Obviously, I got Westbrook at ten. I got Joel Embiid at nine. Okay. I got the Joker at eight. So we basically flip flop on Joker and Embiid. Yeah. Okay. I got Dame at seven. Mm. I got Harden at six. I got Steph at five. I got Anthony Davis at four. Mm-hmm. I got LeBron at three. What? Yeah. I got Giannis at two How? and Kawhi at one. How? Maybe you could say Giannis, but Kawhi's not playing all 82 games. Kawhi's not playing all 82 games. However, he is a finals MVP. He did basically win that championship by himself. I'm trying to give him some, you know. In the immortal, in the immortal words of Shannon Sharp. <laughs> did I send you that clip? No, I actually saw it on YouTube. That is just hilarious. <laughs> well, he has a lot of them. I love it when he pours up some Henny on the stage. What are you, <laughs> what are you doing that to ask you that question? He's like, no. No way in hell. No. No, because, <laughs> like, Shannon actually said it in the best way. He was like, Kawhi's not known for making his teammates better. He's Listen, I saw the video. I know what you're going to say. But like right? I said, it, listen, we play for a championship. I got to give him something. He's the champion, and he's the finals MVP. And okay. he single-handedly took that team to the finals. He was not. He's number two on my list. He's still not better than LeBron James. And LeBron James missed it because he got injured. Listen, man, I'm trying to create a conversation here. <laughs> I know it's I know it's going to sound blasphemous. And Giannis is the MVP. But if there was a first-round matchup with LeBron James and uh-huh. Kevin Durant gets hurt in that one and he's not playing in that series, I think LeBron is good enough to beat Steph, Clay, and Draymond. Well, yeah, he did it already. Well, with that Lakers squad, not with the Cleveland squad. But that's my point. It's even worse now. Right, and I think that he would still pull it off. Yeah. Right, so why would you have Kawhi Leonard above him? Because he just won the finals last year. That's the finals MVP. Good for and, him. And, Does he need uh, a cookie? This and, is this year. Okay, and people listen to this podcast. Here's the thing. We made this list before preseason, so I didn't know what LeBron was going to look like, and I didn't want to change I could Listen, I this thought is- about it. I looked at my list last night. I could have been, I could have been a bitch and been like, "Oh man, I just saw LeBron looking in the best shape ever and put him." But I didn't want to do that. Hey, 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 I'm gonna stand fast, guys. Guys, <laughs> this is coming from the guy that's a LeBron stand that questioned, <laughs> questioned the fact that this man was 
the goat. He questioned it, people. Listen, man. All How dare all, you? All intelligent people How ask questions. dare you, sir? <laughs> man, out there talking about Taco Tuesday. <laughs> and you doubting this, man. How dare you, sir? So, you know, Giannis is the MVP. Kawhi is the finals MVP in the championship. He's got the hardware. This is before preseason. We didn't know how LeBron was going to look coming back. Excuses. Now with him and Anthony Davis, it looks kind of crazy. <laughs> it looks kind of crazy. It look, like, listen, if I was going to do this list right now today, I might have LeBron and Anthony Davis one or two. I mean, but we're not going to do that. We're not? We, I'm not going to do it. Okay. How about that? I'm not going to do it. My <laughs> list was before. We did this list weeks ago, as a matter of fact. We did. So We almost did it a month ago. Yeah. yeah. When we first wrote the list. So it's like, I'm looking at it like, well, I don't know how LeBron's going to come back. I don't know how his health is going to be. I, a lot of things I don't know. But now, I see Anthony Davis, and it's just like, well, he might have a 12 assists a game. I don't he think he, I don't think he's I don't think he's gonna shoot for double digit assists. I think he's gonna get close to. I don't think he's season. gonna shoot for double digit assists. I think it's just gonna like like what both of them are saying about playing with each other, which is like I didn't know it was gonna click like this. I think it's gonna be one of those things. And where they go, also did. And it's yeah. there gonna be certain not, like, like there is the started. argument. This is the best player that he's ever played with. This is the best player they both ever played with. Uh, no, because I was going to say, depending on who you talk to, you might run into people that may try and claim Wade. I mean, here's the thing. Anthony Davis is just more versatile. And he plays a... His natural position on the court works so much better. Yeah, because he can stretch and he can go to the basket. Yeah, like their and games... Like, this is the points, player that complements his game the best. Like, here's the thing. There are point, There are like certain assists that LeBron's going to get that he never got before. Like... They're gonna be time because like they had the way they had Chris Bosh playing because they had D Wade and LeBron, they took him totally out of the post. Right. And same thing with because Kevin Love. Because they were Love. worried about clogging. Yeah, and, and same thing with Kevin Love. They took him totally out of the post because you have Kyrie and LeBron. I think it's better that they don't have a third superstar because now you don't have especially somebody who's a slasher. Yeah, because now I'm thinking about it like. Jimmy Butler on that team doesn't necessarily he's not work a good the shooter, same right? Jimmy Butler's a lower, and it's not could disrespectful. You, he's you, like a he's like a store brand version of Dwayne Wade. That's not to be disrespectful because Dwayne Wade is Dwayne Wade, and he's on the Heat too. Not a mistake. But I'm just saying, a guy who shoots really good from the mid range doesn't shoot threes. About six four, six five, uh, very competitive, very athletic. Which is not quite as fast. Also, shout out to Tyler Hero. That boy looking nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's looking nice. He's looking like a young Mike Miller. Zion who? You can't actually claim that because he's hurt. (laughs) (laughs) He's not going to get no regular season minutes. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, mean, wow. That was a nice long explanation. For you trying to now claim why you don't have faith in our Lord and Savior LeBron James. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> greatest basketball player of all time. <laughs> First of all. He went a long way around and say he lost faith for a second. I lost faith. Okay. You lost faith. So, you ranked him so, at number three. So, oh God. <laughs> you ranked him at number three. How dare you, sir? <laughs> Uncle Shannon will be very upset. Yeah. I'm not I'm not invited to Club Shay Shay. Uh-uh. 
Take your do-rag off, sir. And take the blackened mouth out your mouth. You don't deserve it, okay? <laughs> I said what I said. I made a very sound decision at the time. Uh-huh. I was sticking with logic and the facts. We hadn't seen that man play when I made this is list. that you lost faith. That's what you <laughs> We had not seen this. The man, man was play. making Taco Tuesday videos during that time. Do you think the man that spends over a million dollars a year on trainers and chefs to keep his body in optimal position was going to be making Instagram videos if this man wasn't ready? Guess who's undefeated? Well, I was going to say LeBron James' hairline, but because it came back. Father Time, which is also a part of Roger's hairline. <laughs> Not anymore. You saw what happened. My man was looking lean up top. My man got a fresh hairline. Believe <laughs> that man hairline. That man please. could get a Caesar now. Michael Jordan wish he could. <laughs> pull a Nick Wright, come out of nowhere, full head of hair. <laughs> what happened here? You oh, were bald. Oh, leave Nick Wright alone. You were bald. Why is no one talking? That should be a punchline. Everyone It's like I'm make comeback like your hair. Cause you know it's sensitive. Just leave that man. Oh man, leave Nick Wright alone. <laughs> leave that boy alone. What? That was too much. He's a, yeah. He's a. He's out of left field. I I didn't even think about Nick Wright. He's only he's you know he's a part of LeBron mania. He's a LeBron fan too. Of course, he admits it. It's okay. It's ribbing between friends. <laughs> <laughs> that again, you don't know. Why can't I be his friend? Uh, you, you can be one day. All right, so just come on, okay? Gosh, gosh, man, sheesh, knocking me off my high horse and all that. Thank you, oh, sir. Oh my goodness. So I th- yeah, that was it. Uh, yeah, that, I mean that's our top ten list. I mean, did you have any thoughts on this? Like, I still don't understand why you didn't put Luca in your top 20. But that's fine. I don't think he's there yet. And, there, and there's a little bit of turmoil, possibly, you, you know. There, there, you know what it is? Which is what I always <laughs> think. Which what, and didn't I say this a couple weeks ago? I was just like, you don't know how Luca and Przingis are going to play together. Not necessarily turmoil, but what I saw was that moment where it's like Przingis. Look, you should know walking in there that this is Luca's team. He's the face of the franchise. Like they I traded see, every. Listen. No, 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 no. I get it. This is just two you know players. What I'm say. I know where you're going. Where am I going? You're going to this is early tension and this could show different things. That's it's not like, what I was going to say at all. All right, but then let me finish my question <laughs> before you get your point. Go ahead. All right, I'm just saying that it's Lucas' team. Porzingis is there. I think what's going to happen is, is that it's going to take some more natural acclimation for them to get used to one another. And I think. It's some. I think Porzingis at this moment, because personally, I didn't know how Porzingis was going to look. I think he's the better player right now, but I don't think that they're that far off in terms of who they are and where they are, that it's not going to become clear that Luka's the better player. And then it only makes sense for him to lead the way. So now this is what I was going to say. We've had similar discussions like this, not only about this, but other basketball situations. And you tend to see the game through rose-colored glasses. Of course. When you're just like, hey, I think that, you know, just sacrifice for the team and win. And I've said to you several times, these guys have egos. People have egos. Even at AAU ball and high school ball, there are guys who will not sacrifice for the team. Maybe that's why I'm always been a good uh, teammate. 
because I will sacrifice for the team. And that's great, but guess what? Porzingis is a seven foot three unicorn. He basically almost had his own team in the Knicks. And even if he was an organization and they said his Luca team, Lucas team, he might feel like, listen, I know what I can do, and I'm gonna show what I can do. We don't know how he feels. That's where that's where I was going. I, that's what I I don't look I look at it like. Przingis basically was an all star, yeah. a potential all star. No, he so, he got voted in. He just couldn't but, play. But that's but that's yeah. what I'm saying in terms of talent. Yeah. So he's injured. He probably feels great. He's coming back like, yeah, they told me this is Lucas team, but guess what? I know I can do this, 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 and that. I mean, because the way he's calling for the ball is like he he wasn't calling for the ball like it was Lucas team. He was calling for the ball like, yo, I got position here. Give it to me. We're going to get this bucket. And Luca was trying to wave him off. <clears throat> Luca did wave him off. And then Porzingis well, just well, walked out to the three. He pouted to the three. Yeah. And then he <laughs> looked around. And then, unfortunately, Luca turned the ball over. I think if he makes that shot, maybe it looks a little different. Uh, I just feel. And here's the thing. How old is uh, Porzingis again? 23. And see. And, and see. And Luca's 20. And like, see, that, like I'm and, saying, it's like, and that, and that's my biggest problem. And this is going back to the Kobe thing where I said before, the difference between Kobe and like Dwayne Wade as far as being a teammate. When you're that young and you still feel like you have a lot to prove, and people were telling you that you're going to be a top mm-hmm. five player in the league, mm-hmm. that's the problem. So, I, I would feel better if it was like this: if Przingis had been an All Star for a few more years already, and he had been to the playoffs and he didn't win. I would feel better about the situation. I think it's also the I fact feel, that... I feel more worried because they're both young and they don't have those growing pains. I don't think it's necessarily the young thing because there's... To me it is. Because... Because actually, they both have something to speaking, prove. This is what I'm recalling is that Porzingis actually spoke of Luka playing against Luka in the EuroLeague already. Like, they already have an establishment that they know one another. Right. The thing is, is that still... I think that Porzingis right now is trying to do a lot more... Then he should because he's missed the last twenty months. So he wants so he wants to have everybody that, remember see, who he is. That's the fallacy in your argument. Because you were just like, I think he's doing too much. Who are you to say he's doing too much? I think that he's trying to do too much to show but, everybody but, but that here's, here's it's been twenty but years since then. That's my point. He's going to continue to do that because he's a 23-year-old millionaire with an ego, ego who has been told that he's going to be a top-five player. It don't matter that it's Luka's team. I think he's actually said before that Luka was better than him from where... From, you think he's No, 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 no. I'm, and, I'm almost remembering this verbatim when they were talking and, about it. He was talking about like, yo, Luka's better. Uh, here's the thing. And, and again, rose-colored glasses. That don't mean it's the truth. You say what you say because you're on a team. You got a new contract. That don't mean that you. No, that I'm way. not. This isn't. This is from Nick's time. This isn't from anything current. I'm talking about before Luca even got over here, when everybody was like, well, "Yo, is, who's this Luca kid? What, what he's he, supposed to be coming." What, what is he gonna say? He's gonna bash again? He said that Luca was better than him. You don't well, what say is he that he's to say. You don't say that he's better than you. You say that yo, like I played against him. The kid's got a really good game. If I don't think that he's actually better than me. But he's like at that point in our career, Luca is the at the same age. Luca is far ahead of where he is. So what is he supposed to say? <clears throat> Luca not better than me, or he's okay? Yeah, he's a great player. What I'm saying. What is do you that, owe him? What I'm saying is that players always overdo that. That's not. Uh, that's not. That's he not. That's you. He like, you are not Prozingis. Look, I'm more like you Jimmy, are not a seven. I'm more like, I'm more like Jimmy B. <laughs> I'm telling you how it is. 
Straight well, facts. Well, one thing about Jimmy B is he y'all just y'all suck. Better. <laughs> 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 the number fifteen player on your list, the thing Carl about, Anthony Tapp. The thing, How dare you, sir? The, the, thing, <laughs> the thing about Jimmy G is he's actually better than Wiggins. Period. Mm-hmm. So at that point, you're the second best player on the league and in, in, on that team, and the first best player on that team has. <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns is more talented than Jimmy Butler. That doesn't make him the best player. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying Carl Anthony Towns is the best player on Timberwolves. Look at your list, seeing you had him right. Huh? Jimmy is compared to Towns. I got Jimmy at 18 and Towns at 15. Oh my god! Because Towns doesn't play defense. We get some boys and boys. What is going on? I'm trying to ignore this the best I can. I don't know. Did the mic even pick that up? We're going to find out after. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, he's doing this as he's putting his fucking socks on, which makes it even crazier. First, first of all, why Why did they need to know that? Transparency. It's 2019. This is not... We have radio faces. We're going in... We're going into 2020. It's transparency all 2020. But we have radio the faces. Word. They didn't need to know about my socks. That's the word. I'm, I'm moving into a see-through house. Transparency all 2020. You know how invasive that's going to be when you're in the shower? I'm proud of what I got. Me, Transparency me all 2020. Too. I just don't want everybody to see me butt naked because they can see through my entire house. There's supposed to be some mystery. Transparency all 2020. There's supposed to be some mystery, okay? Hashtag transparency all, all right. 2020. You want to be transparent. All right, you see through a house. Wait till you got to take a shit. This is a mean one, too. Everybody can see you struggling. Transparency. First of all, I never struggle. I eat my fruits and my vegetables. Uh, okay. So we're going to take a break. And we'll be right back. This island. And when they make it, I want everybody to come back to this clip. Chris being the only one there that was able to see the greatness. You doubted me for top 50. (laughs) <laughs> Who was number one on my list? LeBron. Okay. <laughs> the GOAT. I full faith in him. How dare so, you, sir? Uh, Mind you guys, we also talk basketball even once we cut this off. Right? So, that, that that was the end of the Southwest Division, which I think we discussed like two weeks ago. I'm, I, all, I'm say, all I'm saying is, is that while we discussed it, that's great. And we are going to try to wrap up our division discussions because, really, if you listen to this podcast, uh, we've kind of discussed a lot of these teams at nauseum. We haven't discussed these teams, though, the ones that are up in the Central Division this year. We haven't, but there's not much to discuss. The Bucks are going to win the Central Division. Well, of course. Um, I guess <clears throat> there's a debate about who's going to come in second between the Pacers and the Pistons. I'm banking on the Pacers. Oladipo is going to come back at a certain point. Malcolm Brogdon's there. They put a Sabonis is maturing. Actually, they put Sabonis on the market because they're not. They don't want to give him the extension. I think they decided to make the move to give Miles Turner the reins down there and not pick up Sabonis. And I wonder how that affects the team, especially considering that Oladipo is now coming back uh-huh. and his health and everything else like that. I think Brogdon is slightly injured too. But like, do you think that that gives leeway for the Pistons to be number two in the division? I forty one and forty one, which is I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't know what to think about the Pistons. 
haven't known what to think about the Pistons for the last couple of years now. <laughs> the Pistons are basura. The Pistons are, it's, you know what it is? Like, like the Pistons like are. Like, they're the example of mediocrity. Well, like, here's the thing, it. and I, I don't want to diss my team. Why not? Being a Magic fan. But the Pistons are like the North version of the Magic, except for the Magic are just in a weaker division somehow. They're a team that has no long-term trajectory or direction. Nope. They although, just happen to have a couple of talented pieces. Although, uh, <clears throat> by the numbers, Andre Drummond is actually should be actually a top 20 player in the league. Like, if we were looking at the numbers, his effective field goal percentage, how how he affects the game on the rebounding but stage. But doesn't win. And, yeah, and I feel like with talent like that, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if Stan Van Gundy was the right coach for his early development in this stage. I think they tried to look at it and tried to recreate what Dwight Howard was. I what he had that. I just Shaq. think that. Here's the thing. There's a certain <clears throat> level where it's the team and organization. There's another level where it's you as a player. He hasn't developed anything in his game. Like, he doesn't have a go-to move in the post. He hasn't stretched it out. He's not a great passer. It's basically like he's athletic and he's big, and then once that's but gone, I it's think, over. But like I said before, I think that that goes back to it being Stan Van Gundy was in charge of his lot, his earlier uh, development. <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to, I don't know. I just feel like in terms of development, some of it has to be on you as a player. You're getting paid millions. You have a personal trainer. You know what you need to do to get better, and the gifts he has in terms of size and he does have good hands it's like fam it's on you to go get a drop step that ain't that ain't on stand I and you know what there's actually a part of me that really wants to look at his game because unfortunately he's a part of that group that you just don't get to watch all that often well us being on East Coast yeah we don't get a lot of Midwest so especially if they ain't playing good exactly so you very rarely get to see them a lot of this is you know what I was thinking about it this year and this goes back to football. It's just like, you know when you think, let's say, the Packers, you always think, hey, they have a great offense. The defense is kind of crappy. Right. But unbeknownst, they have like a top 10 defense this year. And it's just the fact that these old adages is there. I haven't watched enough Andre Drummond to effectively say like, yo, I don't think he developed the right way. <clears throat> there were reports of him shooting threes in which... He shot threes in-game. And the one thing about this one is that he hit all backboard. Uh However, that doesn't mean that his shot is fundamentally broken. What it means is just that he needs more more touch on the ball. Like, you know how, like, they normally do the adage of, like, whether or not you have the range for a shot or not? Because they're like, if you shoot naturally... And you make it near the rim where it's right. not falling short, that's still within your shooting range. But the moment your shot starts falling short, like but you're outside of the range. And the fact that he's able to at least get there means but that's that. That's kind of my point because if you're telling me this, that information had to have trickled down to him. So why is he not working on his game? Like that's I said like, before, I think it's also a situation where you just had the wrong coach, the wrong settings around him where you're not necessarily being asked to do those things. 
Stan Van Gundy's like, oh, I ran into another Dwight Howard. I'm not the biggest Stan Van Gundy fan, but the same thing with Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard was asked to work on things in this game. He didn't do it. And right. so that's what I'm saying. Like, listen, if you're talking about, well, it's a system, then that's one thing. But to me, a player, no matter what age they are, professional, college, uh, I don't, whatever it is, it's on you at a certain point to work at certain parts of your game in the offseason. If I see you come back and you don't have one move that you've worked on, fam, I'm not looking at the coach. I'm looking at you. Right. And I'm not even a fan of Stan Van Gundy. I'm just saying, like, certain things as a player you work on on your own. No, I fully understand it. And I get that fully. The <clears throat> Also, him and Blake Griffin playing together, I don't know how that's... That's another thing I always question about this whole team. Because <laughs> I'm just like, I'm not sure if they even tried to maximize what he can and cannot do on the court. If that makes sense. Like, I don't... Like, the team construction's always been weird. Like, I never thought that Blake Griffin should ever play with a big man that can't stretch the floor. Like, it doesn't make sense. Mm. But yet, they constantly load him up with players that can't get out of the paint because they can't do anything else. A la DeAndre Jordan, and then you move this right up into Andre Drummond. It's just like, you have somebody in the paint that needs to be in the paint, and I don't think that's the right way to use Blake Griffin for everything that he could do, even in this advance in his career, when he's doing other things else like that. Like, I just don't think that they actually ever built around him in a way that's truly sustainable. The sneaky pick that I have for my team coming up there is the Chicago Bulls. And yeah. you think the Chicago Bulls are going to do what? You're going to come number two in this division. The Chicago Bulls are going to be number two in the Central Division? Yep. Hot take, ladies and gentlemen. It's the hottest of hot this takes. This boy be covered in a hot with these takes. Yes, of course. Hot take. I think Zach Levine comes in there and he shows a, a lot of people in this league that that contract that he got wasn't unwarranted and that it was just a natural progression of him coming back from that ACL. I think it's... Larry Marketing takes a nice step forward. I think they finally have a point guard that can facilitate this show in a way. Uh, what a lot of people don't remember is that Wendell Carter Moore was actually playing very well before he hurt himself last year. And it wasn't a serious injury that, sh- that, was, that should prolong your career going forward. It's not like he tore an ACL or something else like that where it's, gonna, it's this huge long recovery process. Um, they have Otto Porter. I think they legit have talent at the one through five. I think that they have some pieces on the bench while not necessarily the best. I sometimes question the coaching, but I do think that there's enough talent there. And I think that this is a team that if they show you that they get rolling and it's working and stuff like that, I think that they could surprise a lot of teams. And I just think that there's a nice mesh of vet talent there, as well as guys on the come up. That this is a very interesting team to look out for. Um, I'm a Zach Levine fan, but they not adding another twenty-seven wins to that. To, to, they they're not doing that. So 
I'm, I'm gonna have to vehemently disagree with you on that one. I mean, I fully look like I said before <laughs> at the beginning of this pod. I'm I'm perfectly okay standing on my islands by myself. There goes hot take, Rob. Hello. <laughs> I'm totally okay oh, with standing on this island all on my own. Realistically speaking, I think they come in third. I am just I don't. So you think the Pistons are gonna take a step back? The Pistons or the Pacers, where things just don't. I don't. I don't see, like they're very solid, but like I don't see enough. You know, it's like. I mean, I can see the Pistons taking a step back only because they're forty-one or forty-one. I can see the Pacers taking a step back too because a lot of your players are injured this year, and you have Miles Turner, but we don't know how Victor Oladipo is going to be. We don't know when Brogdon's going to come back. I how they're going like, to be like, when they I come like back. The Pacers better than everybody else, even as an organization. Yeah, as an organization, they're great. But we all know the Bucks are going to win the division. We know this. Yeah, so. the Bucks are easy. Um, the Cavs. I think the Cavs are the team that make an interesting trade this year. Either Sexton or Garland. I really like Garland's game. The boy can shoot. Like, that jump shot looks natural, clean, and he's able to just get it off. And I still predict the Cavaliers are going to be in the bottom of the no, I don't. Whoa, 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 whoa! There's hot takes and then there's insanity. They're going, they're going to be one of the worst teams in the league. I think that they're a team that can put together a package, trading away Sexton to get a lot of picks. Or so you would trade away Sexton to keep Kevin Porter. Or yeah. You would trade away Sexton and Kevin Porter. I probably. It all depends on who you're trying to get. I just like, don't. I don't. I don't see. Like, for me, let's say for some reason the Wizards aren't there, and they're just like, yeah, we gave Beal all this money and all this, that, and the third, but it's just not working for us, and they finally realize, they're like, look, we got to blow this up, we got to, we got to get bad, and we got to get bad very quickly in order to turn this thing around as fast as possible, and you saying, hey, we'll give you Beal and a protected first maybe 2024 20, or something else like that that's top 10 protected. So that's a couple years away. So it looks good on paper. Right. For uh, Sexton and Porter. Mm-hmm. And then you deal with John Wall and you kind of go like, okay, you'll just be the vet off the bench and stuff like that. But realistically speaking, Colin is going to be the point guard going forward in the future unless we get something else. And things like that, and kind of keep it like that. Like I can see something like that happening if teams are willing to blow it up. Like to just take these guys and to go like, yo, like we can be bad, but at least we got some talent there that we know that we can at least that that actually helps accelerate a rebuild because I don't think Colin Sexton is like this shitty basketball player. Like I think that there is some spark to his game. That could go forward. Like, he ended up shooting close to 40% from the three last year. I just don't know what the Cavaliers are going to do. <clears throat> so that's basically a take on Central Division. Yeah. We could wrap that up. It's not so, too much to talk about. Yeah. So you know, Milwaukee's going to win it. Giannis <laughs> is going to dominate again. Yeah. So what are we moving on to? The Pacific or the... Let's move to the Pacific. Let's uh, sunny. Let's, let's go to the West Coast. Let's go to the West Side. Then we got to go West Side. West Side. I mean, the Suns are going to be the last in the division again. Let's just let's just call a spade a spade. Are you sure? 
Yeah, I'm confident in that. Really? Yeah. I, I, I want to believe in Rookie Rubio. So you think the Suns are going to be better than the Lakers, Kings, Clippers, or Warriors? First of all, first of all, why did you go there? Like, we both, like, look, I think that the Lakers win this division. Okay. Then the Clippers. Then the Warriors. Then you can have an interesting conversation between the Suns and the Kings. There's no conversation between the Suns and the Kings. The Suns are going to be last. The Kings are going to be second last. The Warriors. So are they're going to miss the playoffs. Who? Kings. Yeah, I think so. I think it's a strong possibility they miss the playoffs. I think that. Look, the thing with the Kings, they traded away their coach. It's it was one year that they didn't have their own first round pick, so I think that there was more urgency on the organization. To play rather well this year. Uh-huh. I don't know if they play as well this year, considering that they have. Here's the thing. That's fine, and they're still gonna play better than the Suns. How much better though? They were twenty wins better last season, and I don't feel like either one of their teams changed that much. I think with an actual somebody that can facilitate an offense. So you think Rick Rubio's worth twenty wins? No. Look, dude, like, he could be worth 10 wins, Players and the Kings can lose 10, 10 games. Rick Rubio ain't worth 10 games in our record league. At Chelsea Pierce, Rick Rubio ain't worth 10 wins. Okay, first of all, <laughs> how dare you? He's a professional NBA player. First of all, he is going to wax everybody on that damn court, <laughs> and you know it. I don't know that. Yes, you do. I don't know that. You, okay. okay. <laughs> I don't know that. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we're, like, we're going to mess with a uh, top 100 basketball player in the league and shut him down. Is Rick Rubio top 100? He is a top 100. He might be 105. I, I think you would tell me that you're going to be able to list 199 players better than him. I think I could list 102 off the top of my head better than you see, you say that because you know we don't have time for me to call you on your bullshit. Because I give you a piece of paper and we wait on it. You I definitely got 50. That's fine. Now you got to so come I, up with another. I'm halfway there. Now you got to come up with another. Miles, Miles Turner. Okay. Oh, you know what? You want to do this? Because, like, if you really want to do this, we can do this. I'm just saying that I think that the West is going to be far more competitive this year. With a lot more teams battling for a cluster, I see the Suns. I, see, I see, see, I see the Suns being last. I'm writing down all these hot takes. I see the Suns being last. I see the Kings. How is that a hot take saying? No, I'm talking about you. I'm talking about you. How is that a hot that, take saying that the Suns may not finish last in the division? Because that's how bad they are. There's a lot of wins that the Kings picked up that they may not pick up this year. Like. You think those wins that they got against the Lakers are going to count the same way? I think that <clears throat> there are going to be games where LeBron and Anthony Davis rest and it's going to be against the Kings. And you, still, <laughs> and you still don't think that that roster construction with the way how they have it is not good enough to beat the Kings? Who, the Suns? No, the Lakers. Well, no, I think people are going to take the night off. I think they're going to, I think people are not going to put the effort in. I think I think they are. Rondo, I think, I think Rondo's going to go hard for what? I think they have a lot to prove, and I think that they. But I think the prove. Kings have more to prove. I think the Lakers. Obvi- 
No, the Lakers have more to prove. I'm talking about with LeBron and Anthony Davis sitting down resting. The rest of them don't. JaVale McGee is there to win more rings. Mm-hmm. Rondo's there to win more rings. You saw what he did to Draymond, right? Yeah. He faked the injury. <laughs> that fake out of the cramp when he came back and got the dunk. Classic Wizards McGee. <laughs> Shaq to the full alumni. Shaq to the full Hall of Fame. But guess uh, what? <laughs> Tell me it didn't work, though. Oh, like, definitely worked. I'm not mad at it at all. Yeah, it worked. But I'm just saying... Uh, I don't. Okay, one and two Lakers and Clippers. I don't know. This is how I parse that. I out. think the Clippers well, actually well, come in third. Well, this is how I. I okay. Wow. The reason wow. why? No. The, wow. I think there's a. Wow. What do you mean? Wow. Third. So the hold on. So the Golden State Warriors are going to be better than the Clippers? I don't think they're necessarily going to be better. I think that they're just going to have more wins. Those two. Those two things don't necessarily denote one another. Listen. They're normally they're normally thought the, Lakers the same. Lakers and Clippers are going to be one and two in the division. I the only worry, thing, the, I the, worry the only, about how many games. The Kawhi only is thing play that needs to be parsed out is who's going to rest more. I who's going to rest legit, more, Kawhi or LeBron? Legit, who's going to rest more, Anthony Davis or Paul George? I think that there's a legit question with the Clippers when your best two players is some guy coming off of double shoulder surgery. Who's still not playing? Who won't be able to play until about November I think, at earliest? I and think, a guy that you know can't play that, any more than sixty games a not year. Even, not even think. before he gets that's to the too soft. I know that there is serious questions with the Warriors' defense. I know, especially that there is. on the perimeter. I know that there is, but what I'm saying is, I think that they're going to be one of those teams that's going to have to just outscore you. They doing that every night. I don't think they're going to do it every night. But what I'm saying is is that I think that there's a lot more. I think that there's more riding on the health of Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Also considering the fact that you know Kawhi is not playing all these thing. games. The Clippers were number two in a division without either one of them. And they, and they, yeah, and they lost some pieces from last year that were really instrumental to them. And now you're replacing them with guys that aren't necessarily going to be able to fill that role immediately. And surpass it. Danilo Gallinari played a lot of games for them last year, and now if you're telling me that Kawhi Leonard is going to play 60 instead of 72, that's production every night that you lost. And now if you don't even know when Paul George is going to come back and how he's really going to be when he comes back, because that's your shoulder, what, he's going to be in full form by January? Listen, man, we just have a different idea about the Warriors, and we talked about this before. It's I, not. It's not necessarily banking on the Warriors. The it's saying Warriors that I think there's more questions with the Clippers. Get cooked. Look, and here's the thing: it's not and questions. Listen, I'm not. It's listen. not me saying that the Warriors are better. What I'm saying is, is that there's just more questions with the Clippers. And for some reason, if the Warriors, I'm not even hot, trying to tell you what you're saying. What I'm saying is what I'm saying, and what I'm saying is, and I said this before. I heard this on the podcast since we like to. Quote of the podcast, even Bill Simmons was just like, there are going to be people who have been getting beaten down by the Warriors that are going to give the Warriors the business just because. And yeah. that's what I'm saying. There are going to be people who are going to be like, on the East and the West, who are going to see your Warriors coming and be like, oh, so y'all's cooking us all this time? We're going to see. They, they mentioned Memphis is one of those teams. A lot of the teams out East who now have a chance to... The Warriors, especially Steph, who's saying he missed Andre Iguodala, I'm sure he does. 
and Clay Thompson again, and everybody else who plays defense. Draymond is on a defensive island by himself. We saw what happened last season when Draymond got upset because certain people can't play defense. And the other thing I'm going to say is... It also help that because, Draymond was notoriously overweight. But now he's by himself. That's the thing. He was overweight with Clay and Andre and Kevin Durant. Now he's in shape by himself. Mm-hmm. There is no, well, I'm Draymond and I'm going to play safety while I got Clay and Andre and Sean Livingston and long-ass Kevin Durant so I can just play back here and do this. The Warriors are going to get eaten alive. And my... They are is, a eight seed. Look, and my thing is, I get it. And I think that there's a very good case that they finish maybe sixth. I think that that team is talented enough in order to still make the playoffs out in the West. My thing yeah, is that I have... Quite, I'm not giving them six. Look, my question is, dude, I don't know what the Clippers are going to fully be out the gate. And my thing is, I know that the Warriors are I know that the Clippers terrible on defense. I know that I know that the Clippers are going to make the playoffs, and I know that they're going to have a deep run because by that time, all their top players should be there. My question... Listen, man. My point is, is that Wait. I still have questions about the Clippers. I know that the Warriors are going to be bad defensively. That's fun. And we don't know how I'm we're going to D'Angelo during the season. I'm questioning how the Clippers are going to gel immediately and... How Paul George is going to look when he comes back. I just have more questions about the Clippers. And I, I know have, what I know about the Warriors. And I, have, I, I have more questions about the Warriors. I don't know how they even going to gel on offense. Get a ball to Steph. And then the other thing about Steph talking about, um, no, I'm not going to rest. I'm playing all 82. Here's the thing, Steph. You ain't never playing all 82 without all the help you got. So we're going to see how long that lasts. Yeah, oh. I think that this is. I think that this is... You know, it's funny. I think this is... Uh, well, I, I, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you this. What is it? I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell, tell, tell you two guards that are definitely in that same division are going to be happy to go see the Warriors. Of course. Devin Booker and De'Aaron Fox are going to have a field day. A field day. Yep. Devin Booker going to show up to the Warriors. He might put 40 up. <laughs> so then you question me saying that Devin Booker and them can't... I just don't think that they're better than the Kings. So they can't make up 10 games? No. Okay. Because there has to be a win share. So you're telling me that Ricky Rubio is worth 10 games in the NBA. Ricky Rubio ain't worth 10 games in the NBA. Ricky Rubio ain't worth 10 games in the NCAA. Really? <laughs> yes. You know what? Now you're on some bullshit. Ricky Rubio can't start at Duke. Yes, he can. No, he can't. He can start this year. No, he can't. Yeah, he can. No, he can't start at Duke. I would take Ricky Rubio over Trey Jones. I'm sorry. I Trey Jones shoot way better than Ricky Rubio. That's actually a really bad misnomer. It's not actually true. His shooting numbers have never been great, but he's league average on his shooting numbers. I'm dead serious. I have to look this up because it's one of those things about perceived perception all he over He is him. now, but not through all his entire career. He's below average. Right, and what I'm saying is, is that, no, even up till even back when he was on the, uh, what was it? On the Jazz. No, he was on the Timberwolves, he wasn't. No, no. When he got to the Jazz, he was shooting close to 40% on catch-and-shoot threes. Well, that was helping being on the Jazz because he had other people to score, so he took a lot more open shots. You got Devin Booker. And you hope that Aiton still develops. Look, Mike always... The thing about this division is I think the Lakers win 
I got Lakers. I think Clippers. that there's a possibility. I think that there's a slight possibility that the Clippers could come in third. I believe that the Kings could come in third before I believe the Clippers are dropping the third. And yes, I'm saying I believe there's a possibility the Warriors can slip down to fourth. Because I'm thinking that there's a <laughs> because remember saying. even within that division. We know that the Lakers have enough, but now what you're saying is you have no question with the Lakers winning that division and them jumping 20 wins to win that division. Yeah, I, I think that I think that LeBron and Anthony Davis together with Rondo and Danny Green, I think that those four players were 20 wins. I yes, I am confident that Uh-oh. LeBron, Anthony Davis, Danny Green, and Rajon Rondo, if we did player share, they're worth 20 wins. Look, they're worth 20 wins in any division. Those four players together, yes, I'm yeah, confident. What in I'm that. saying is, is that. With them getting twenty wins, those other wins gotta come from somewhere. Yeah, they come from Golden State, which is why I said I think Golden State could drop to four. They're also gonna come from the Kings. Some of them. They're also gonna come from the Clippers. Some of them. They're also gonna come from the uh, Suns. A lot of them come from the Suns, which is why the Suns are gonna stay at the bottom. I don't think it's a lot. I think the Suns will go. What were they? Nineteen to sixty-three. I think they could go like twenty-one to sixty. They they could get two more wins. I believe that. Put that out there. The Phoenix Suns can go twenty one I think yep, Rick Rear was worth two games. Okay. Alright. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. cool. cool. You got any takes on this division? Because you, know, you know, apparently my hot take is, hey, maybe these guys could come in and fourth. My, and my hot take is that the Warriors are coming forth. Okay. That's my hot take. The Warriors can slide down that far, I believe it. Actually, the thing that would be... I know it sounds bad, but, like, if they just decided to, like, tank out this entire season... I, I would. Like, yeah, stuff goes down with, like, a little injury, and all of a sudden now you go, like, all right, dog, I'm like, going like, to take like, the year off. And here's the thing. The people might think I'm a Warriors hater. I'm not. I've always been a Steph fan. I just feel like he's slightly overrated. I do think he's the best shooter of all time, but I'm just saying... I, and then with him, like, saying, like, yeah, I'm, I'm playing all 82 games. Fam... Y'all not winning no championship. Y'all not going to the conference he's finals. He's never played all 82 games. But he was saying, like, he. the point is, I'm paraphrasing, he's saying that he's not going to rest. And my point is, you need to. Yeah. If you got an injury history. You tweak your ankles at least once every single season. Mm-hmm. Sit your ass down somewhere, bro. Clay Thompson nice. ain't coming back. Yeah, that's, what, that's nice. all I'm saying. And that also concerns me because what if Steph just gets hurt in the middle of the season playing a full load trying to play defense? That's the other thing. If I'm a Warriors fan, I'm just like, what are we doing? Steph's sitting out half the season. Like, he, <laughs> he ain't playing three games before or after All-Star break. That's he's actually, not, bro, like, that's, that's my other one, concern. That's that, actually one of the reasons why. That I, I forgot to mention. I'm very concerned about Steph out there trying to play defense and messing, and getting another injury somehow. I'm super concerned about that. Because one of the reasons why he didn't have to rest is because you had people that you could – you can have Sean Livingston and people like that bring the ball up and stuff like that. I'm very concerned about having Steph have to carry the ball up the court almost every single time. I mean, D'Lo's there, but the offense still runs through Steph at the end of the day. I get that the offense still runs through there, but I think... And then him having to play defense. I do not want to see Steph... I don't know if I want to see Steph play 60 games, if i got to be honest with you. I, I, I might want to see Steph play a good 50 games. That's your light skin on light skin crime right there. What, what are you talking about? I'm talking about for his health. I'm not hating. What I'm saying is... I am a Steph fan, but what I'm saying is I don't want to see him play 60, 70 games. I want to see him play 50 games. I want to see D'Lo's a younger player. He's an all-star. Let him take a heavier load just because I just don't see them. They're a championship team. 
I don't see them going for a championship. Let's slow it down. If we make the playoffs, that's cool. If we don't, it's still cool. Let's see if Clay comes back. I I'm wish, not pushing. I kind of wish that this was Spurs right before Duncan, where quote unquote like when the admiral got hurt. They oh. sucked that year, and they ended up getting the number one overall pick. That's what I mean. I mean, that's but not going to happen I kind of would like it if, like, Steph goes down with some... With like, and I know it sounds bad. Let's say he tweaks his ankle a little bit. And all of a sudden, they're just like, dude, like, we're like 13 games under 500. That's it for this season. We're not coming back. We're not going to put the ball in your hand. We're not going to turn this team into a a Warriors version of the Rockets from last year just to stress you out that much so that this way you could come back. Because there, there is a system where, like, like yo, they can just run the high pick and roll. With D'Angelo? Not even with D'Angelo. Like, basically any other shooter on there where the only thing you're really doing is just trying to get Steph more open. I don't want to see Steph take that many shots like that. I would, I would be more comfortable with him taking that many shots than anybody else. I'm, I'm, again, I'm talking about not in terms of the gameplay. I'm talking about in terms of his health. I don't want because now it's like D'Lo's a pick and roll guard, and he's like you said numerous times. He doesn't like to drive to the basket. So they're, if they run a pick and roll, they're probably going to run D'Lo pick and roll, and they're probably going to run Steph in motion. I don't want to see that because they're actually gonna. They're actually talking about not putting D'Lo. in a pick and roll. In a pick and roll, what they're trying to do is they're trying to see if he can play more of the. The role that KD played, which is your more one-on-one offensive guy, because so and that's my thing. I'm concerned about that now because D'Lo has the so the problem he, with D'Angelo is the fact that he like just you doesn't just said, get he fouled. doesn't go to the basket, and that's and that's what I'm saying about them dropping. I just don't. It's like this. I don't want them to play stuff like that because I don't think this season is worth it for them. If I'm if I'm a fan, I'm like. It's not worth Steph going out there playing 60, 70 games and getting an injury, especially when he's towards the end of his prime. And the older you are, the more difficult. It just, to me, it's not worth it. I'd rather just be like, listen, Steph, you're going to play 50 games. We're going to let D'Lo take the reins. We're going to run a lot of pick and roll. We're going to try to get Steph more spot-ups. He's gonna, you're going to so run your motion Steph, offense. So basically, Steph is going to play the clay role right. on offense. That's what I'm saying. And then let D'Lo. I don't want to see do, Steph move yeah, around Yeah, but if like you that. do something like that, then I think that there's a possibility that it could actually work in your favor. Because like what we don't, like what a lot of people discount about D'Angelo Russell was him coming out of college at Ohio State, the thing that he was supposed to do right away was hit passes. And he like, still is a passer. No, but... Coming out, he wasn't as good as a passer as he was in college. Oh, but I'm saying now he is, though. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, yeah, you can run your team like that. But if you run your team like that, now you have Steph replaying the clay role on offense. That just does so much more because if he's running off of screens and doing this, that, he's wearing his other guy out. And then you also have those moments when he brings the ball up himself. Like I said before, it's not so much that I'm worried about the Warriors because guess what? There's a part of me that thinks that, and this is a hot take, Warriors come, no, the Warriors come in fourth, like you were saying, like, they come in fourth, That's all just because at. everything just didn't work out this year, but guess what, that's still not even, if Steph puts, I still expect Steph to put up numbers, like, he's I got, think that this is going to be, he's got to average over 20, Steph, I think he, he may get close to 30, and this is the thing, like, he could, but what I'm saying is, 
As a Which fan, Kobe, I don't what want year, that. Okay, and just because I'm I'm blanking on the year, was it 06? What, Kobe? Kobe by himself, the year after Shaq left. It, so yes. it would be the 06 season. 05 06? 05 06, yeah. The 05 06 season. How Kobe was that year? Right. I think that we're looking at it where this is that year for Steph where he puts up a bunch of numbers. He has to shoot the lights out. And I'm not saying they just keep losing, but he also ends he, he also ends up winning MVP. I don't think he can't I'm not saying he can't do that. What I'm saying is I don't think he should. I don't even want him to put that type of wear into it. It's just like it's not necessary. You got rings. You don't have nothing. You don't have anything to prove. I feel like Kobe has something to prove. He had to. He wanted to prove that he's the best in the league. He's good without Shaq. It's always I been Curry's team. A, I think that there's a. I think it's that always a, been Curry's team. I think team. that there's a part there the with only, stuff that kind of goes like everybody always says that the only reason why we win or anything else like that is because I had all these guys with me. I want to show you guys what I can I, do when no one else I'm is around me. I don't know, but I don't think that's personality. He's never shown that before. I don't think he cares, and I think that's why that's what makes Golden State great is because him and Clay don't care. But I think that I actually do think I do think he cares. I just think it's the fact that he would prioritize winning over anything else in those scenarios. Like he cares because that's how his perception is given out there. But I don't think it's a situation where he's just like, I care so much, I blow this up. But now that I have the opportunity to prove that so, I can be this dude case, without anybody else. But here's the thing. If that's the case, he's still not going to do that because he still has to learn how to gel D-Lo if they're good enough to have Clay come. If he said his no, thing. No, and what I'm saying is, is just that from that perspective, he could come in there this season with that mentality. They, like I said, if this ends up being the 05-06 Lakers where you just put up a bunch of stats now nobody really questions that you can't do this stuff without the other guys there. They're just like, he can do this. He just needs more players around him. I just, I, I just and I think that's that. his, and I think he could win MVP this season with as much as he's gonna get. His usage rate's gonna get crazy high. I don't think he's gonna win MVP. I think Giannis might repeat his MVP. Uh, that's my prediction. Uh, okay. I, I think Giannis might repeat his MVP. Honestly. Uh, I feel like he's definitely the best player in the East still. Uh huh. And he's gonna put up numbers again. Mm-hmm. And God forbid that his jump shot got even a little bit better, because that's gonna be a problem. Unless I see a jump shot from him, then no. I also do think that. I think that the Bucks took a step back, slightly. Like them losing Meritich as much as most people won't notice it, he did space the floor a lot for them. And you replaced him with Robin Lopez, which I don't know. I think the Bledsoe contract was a mistake. Listen, I might feel different if they the were board. in the West. Ain't nobody need to stop me, honest. Kawhi ain't even here no more. Right, but that's what I'm. That's what I mean. Is it's like he can <laughs> he can win, but I do think that the novelty behind it all is the fact that how dominant they were, and I think that because it's that flash in the pan, that first year that they do something like they did this. Everybody's going to be like, yeah, 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 you can do this during the regular season. Show me what you can do in the playoffs. And I think the narrative for Giannis is proven in the playoffs. And they went to the Eastern Conference Finals. No, but what I'm saying is the narrative is going to be get to the finals. We know that you can do what you do during the regular season, and it's just not going to be viewed. MVP is a regular season it, award. No, but what I'm saying is it's not going to be viewed the same way, so therefore no one's really going to care. It's like the same thing that happened with LeBron after a certain point where – the year that D. Rose fan, won. Fan, 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 fan. 
The year D. Rose won was after LeBron did the damn decision. Also, LeBron is a damn MVP candidate every year. This is different. I'm talking about the narrative. It's not the same. Giannis' narrative ain't going to be like LeBron's. It's not the same. And what I'm saying is just that I just don't see a scenario in which something like that happens. And I think what everybody's going to say is, hey, just show me what it's like in the playoffs. Kind of like what happened with Russell Westbrook year two. You got the novelty the first year. voting is done before the playoff finish. But a lot of that takes into consideration. Most people do. No, it's not. It's done during... Stuff is awarded mid... The stuff is done uh, mid-playoffs. But the voting process starts. There's a whole process. Right, but then the guys are finishing their votes during the playoffs. Right, but it's still a season vote. Because if that's the case, then D-Rose wouldn't have won because they got knocked out by the Heat. Well, the only reason why D-Rose won that one is because they didn't want to give LeBron four in a row. Well, we're not going to disrespect the legacy of D-Rose. D-Rose won two... What legacy? He's still in the league. Yeah, but he's the youngest MVP ever. It's a part of his legacy. He's still building a legacy. All right, he has but a legacy. don't make it seem but like he's not playing is, no more like well, he was talking about before he finally decided to stretch. Well, here's my thing is. My thing is this. Part of the reason why he won is because he was the most valuable player on his team. Even if you took LeBron off that Heat team, they still go deep in the playoffs. They got D-Way and Chris Bosh. I don't know what that Chicago team was without Derrick Rose. That team is Joe Kim Noah, Taj Gibson, and Carlos Boozer. They ain't no playoff team. How dare you? You know who you forgot off that team? Who? Motherfucking Kirk Heinrich. You put some respect on that man's name. Okay? Shout out, shout out to Kirk Heinrich. Guess thank what? you. Thank they you. still ain't a playoff team thank without you. D. Rose. Thank you. Thank you. They still not a playoff That's team without D. Rose. That's all I need to think That's all I need to They still not a playoff team without he's D. Rose. A part of that, he's a part of that legendary draft class. You put some respect on his name. Okay. <laughs> okay. You put some respect on his name. Okay? <laughs> Ish. Kirk First of all, that's what I'm saying. He didn't even go to Duke. He went to Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Dude, I'm telling you, in 2K, I used to kill it with him. And I used to kill it with what? His name was Joe Harris, and he was on the Bucks. Joe Harris is still in the league. No, no, no. This is a different one. Okay, I don't know who that is. Yeah. He went to uh, West Virginia. He was drafted by the Bucks, And he was one of these... He was one of the NCAA players that was known for dunking, and he came in there. And for some reason, his jump shot was the easiest jump shot to shoot with in all of 2K. And I used to just come down there. I was like, Joey, buckets! And just drain threes in people's faces. So Same after, thing for Kirk Heinrich. So after that strange True fundamentals. Segue, that, 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 that strange segue into 2K uh, memories. Have you been keeping up with 2K? Yeah, I've been playing, but I, I kind of been on my Apex shit the past week. Okay. Apex started a new season, and, you know, I, I'm enjoying it. I haven't really played 2K in the last couple of weeks, man. I played a couple of days ago. Um, now let's move on. Let, let's wrap up this Atlantic Division. Cause you really well, we don't want to talk about that? Let, let's just wrap it up. Let's okay. Do it okay. I mean, right. I think we can all agree on this. The Knicks are going to be last in that division. I, I, sorry. The Knicks are going to be last in that division. Let, the Knicks let's are just, trying to go for LaMelo. <laughs> I don't need LaMelo and RJ in the backcourt it's a tall it's a very long backcourt not too good defensively though so the Knicks are going to be last they were 17-65 last year they might be uh, 15 and what oh so that means you did you see the projections for them because they're scheduled to lose 5 more games <laughs> 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 oh. That's 
Oh my god, living in New York City is such a pain sometimes. Because uh, I, I hate telling people I'm from New York because they're like, oh, you're a Knicks fan. It's like, don't you ever associate me with this garbage. So, uh, Get out of here. The Raptors, I feel like, are going down. I'm mad so we just moved on from the Knicks that fast. This is to talk about. What? You don't think RJ got a shot? He got a shot at what? I think RJ is pretty good. I think he has a shot one day when he goes to a different team. He has a shot of being maybe an so all-star. So you mean when he leaves the Knicks? Right. When he's on a different team, he has a shot of being an all-star. You think he goes to New Orleans? Goes to New Orleans? Yeah, that's where he played with Zion. No, I think so. I think he wants to be his own guy. Uh, I think the Raptors are sliding down to four. Ooh. Maybe even though three. they signed Sa- Pascal Siakam? You know what? He just signed a max. Like, literally. Like, today, he yeah, signed no, a max. I saw, yeah, I saw that on Bleacher Report. I guess I can put the Raptors at three. I, a little respect. The thing about it is, some people speculate that, you know, they signed Kyle Lowry to their contract to possibly trade him at some point during the season. Yeah. So, that's kind of why I'm putting them at four, because I feel like they're going to trade Lowry to a contender, and I feel like Lowry will leave because he's got his money, he has a legacy in Toronto, he has a ring. So, that's where my Raptors going to four. I don't think they're that bad of a team. I just feel like... I mean, long story short about this division, I think the four teams out of this division that made the playoffs are going to repeat as the playoff teams. Right. So I don't think it's going to be that. I think the difference is, I think, the Raptors, if it's like this, if it's like this, if they trade Kyle Lowry, the Raptors are sliding down to four. If they don't, I will put them at three. Uh, 76ers are definitely the one seed, and the Celtics are definitely the two seed. The Nets and the Raptors, to me, three and four, depending, again, on if they trade Kyle Lowry at some point during the season. Really? It, that so you're Cal, trying to say that you're telling me that Kyle Lowry is the deciding factor between a Kyrie Irving led Knicks Nets? Yeah. Okay. Because I, first of all, I'm. I think that the Nets are more 20, talented. To 20, 20, 2020 transparency hashtag transparency. I ain't never really been a big Kyrie fan. That's because he went to Duke. You tar heels. And that's not because he wanted to do it. I'm he not a Tarios fan. Yes, you are. The, the <laughs> <laughs> he just threw it. He just threw it on me. Like, okay. Yeah, that's what you are. You know why? You know why? Because every time the Tar Heels win, I get a nice little DM from you. To go, I was like, ha, ha. I just like to throw a shot at you, and I just like Tar Heels jerseys better. But <laughs> see, that's you like the Tar Heels. <laughs> if you're trying to say I do like the Tar Heels more than I like Duke, yes. Are you saying that's what I said? No, you said I'm a Tar Heels fan. I'm a Michigan fan. Look. I'm a Duke fan, so anytime I'm in a place with someone that's not a fan of Duke, you are a fan of the team that you always tell me about, you Duke hater, okay? I'm y'all, never... y'all fancy. Why do people still go to North Carolina? I don't understand it. Like, why? The campus is nicer and the jerseys are better. So, anyways. But the ceiling is the roof, a la Michael Jordan. It makes no damn sense. Listen, man. They were like, oh, that's so prophetic because Michael Jordan said it. Like, what does that mean? He doesn't know what it means. That man's still wearing dad jeans from 1998. Woo. So, moving right along back to the Atlantic Division. Yes. And the only reason I say that is because we already know that if Lowry's there, the team's already gelled. There's already a pecking order. The organization is right. But if Lowry's not there, then basically you're kind of in a rebuild mode and you're probably rebuilding around Pascal Siakam. And if Lowry's gone... Then you probably start to look to trade Marcus All because you brought Marcus All there and Kawhi there to win right now. Yeah. So that's where I'm going. It's like 
once Lowry's gone, you're basically saying we're building around Pascal, and that's why you slide down to four. But then at that point, I don't see them making the playoffs. Then I think that they. You think you think with Pascal and Van Vliet and um, OG and Anobi coming back, you think they're worse than the Knicks? I think that no, 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 no. no. I said I don't, I don't see them making the playoffs. I'm not talking about playoffs. I'm talking about the position in the division right now. No, we we've already established the Knicks might win single digit games this year. <laughs> I'm just I'm talking about division plays between the Nets no, and the no, Raptors. Okay, no, this I'm is not a, talking about the Knicks. No, I said that they won't make the playoffs. That's all I said. I didn't say that the Knicks are going to make it in their place. I'm not even talking about the playoffs. Check, you'd we're have to check me for crack. We're <laughs> having a different conversation. <laughs> What I'm saying is, is that if you're making all those moves, you're not making all those moves tacitly. Like you're going full out. You're saying, "Hey, yeah, we're okay. just going to trade away everybody." Okay, so we're having a different. Down. So we're having a different conversation. So yeah, I agree with that. Then they wouldn't make the playoffs because in that place, somebody from the central will probably make the playoffs. Right. That's what. That's what I'm right, saying. What like I'm saying. if you right, right, trade right. away those guys, so I was just uh, you're going when I was it. saying that I was just talking about division placement. Oh no, I was but just now, saying we weren't going to make no, no, the playoffs. No, I yeah. agree. With, yeah, I agree with that point. Yeah. If they, they get rid of Lowry and Marcus and then, therefore, and rebuild, and then yeah. therefore there's no way that they're third in the division. Oh no, that's why I said it depends yeah. on what they do with those pieces. If they if Lowry and Marcus Saul is gone, of course the Nets are better. That's what I'm saying. There, I'm just saying I, as there's a, a part team, of me that there's a part of me that still even questions now. So if you the think Nets the are, Nets are a better team? Yes. Than, not talent, but I'm saying better playing together as a team. That's what I'm saying. The argument that they have more talent, that's an argument. I'm not mad at that argument. That's cool. Like I like Spencer Dinwiddie. I like Levert. I like um Jared Allen. Talent, right. Like but what I'm saying is I like Teron Prince. Torian. Torian Prince. What I'm saying is, as a team, the Raptors have played together more than the season. They've been through the playoff fight. That's what I'm saying. Talent-wise, is another conversation. And that's and Like I you said that, with the Clippers versus Golden State. That's another conversation. There's also, there's also a question that I have. And I'm... You see, the thing about the Raptors is that I don't see them... Like, if I'm going to give my real prediction out over here, 76ers win it, Raptors go number two if they keep the squad together. They played most of the year last year without Kawhi playing. Like, they had like a really... Like, most of the regular season, Kawhi wasn't there. Yeah, but towards the end of the season where playoff positioning things count, Kawhi was there, though. Right, but what I'm and, saying and is, they're is only like what five games above the Sixers. No, that's the reason why I'm saying that they would be better than the Celtics. I don't know if they're better than the Celtics. I think they are going to be better than the Celtics because I think the problem with the Celtics that I'm going to and this is this is a it this is an interesting take. I think it's it's both the positive yet the negative effect of stockpiling draft picks that you're drafting all these guys very high up in the draft because right. all these guys are basically players that should have been on the nets but the thing is is that you now have to worry about ego and paying all these guys coming up we were talking about it before the start well, of the pod they might not pay Jalen Brown they might not pay Jalen Brown right right they already but, paid Gordon Hayward right but you don't think that's going to cause dissension in the locker room the same way that it did last Listen, year you're the one who told me that Jalen Brown's biggest problem was Kyrie Irving which I didn't know. You told me that. No, no, no. Of course. They vehemently hated each other, but it was also reported that a big problem that everybody had on the team was the fact that Brad Stevens was definitely trying to push 
Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward. And the thing is, is that because everybody was trying to justify it by the money. Same thing with Irving. It came back to the money, and they were just like, well, look how well we performed without these guys, and now they, because they're getting paid, you're trying to throw them back in there to disrupt the whole flow of what we had going when we had something really good working for you. There's a reason why Terry Rozier wanted out. There's a reason why all these other guys wanted out, and it wasn't just Whoa. a circumstance. And it wasn't just a circumstance of saying, once Irving's gone, everything's fine. I think a lot of these issues stemmed from what happened the year before and how well they performed to what he was asking them to do the next year and the fact that the pecking order wasn't fully established. Well, this is what I'm going to say. I believe, and people in Boston believe, most of it was Kyrie Irving. And I stand on that. And just to get this out of the way, I've never liked Kyrie Irving as a player. I don't think he makes anybody better. He never went to the playoffs before LeBron came. Mm-hmm. He... I, 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 to, be, to be fair on that one, he was injured a, a lot in his early career. And then by the time that his health started to work out, we all know the circumstances was one of the reasons why Kyrie and LeBron didn't get along because Dan Gilbert made all these promises that we're building the team around you, we're doing this, that, and the third. And LeBron James basically tells Dan Gilbert, you have the space for me, I'm coming back. And didn't even make it a negotiation with Dan. He's like, no, I'm coming back and I'm letting you know that I'm coming back. Make room for me. Rather than it being like, hey, can we have this meeting? No, I'm what's, calling what's, you. What's there to be a meeting about? No, I'm just saying, like, I'm calling you to tell you that I'm considering coming back. Where's yeah, my apology? LeBron's the boss. I also think that there's LeBron's issues. LeBron's the boss, not, Tori, not Tony Danza. Oh, you know what? Really? Yep. Okay. I love that show. I, I do too. Who's the boss? <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, is that I think that they also lost a lot when they didn't want to pay Al Horford. And I think while he was aging, he was the defensive they backbone lose, of that they, team. They, they did lose Al, Al Horford. But I always look at it like... You've got a version of Kyrie that's, that's healthier with Kemba, but for the first time in his NBA career, legitimately, I think he's on a team with actual expectations of being great. And I'm not sure how he reacts to that because we all know I the think, Hornets. I think he's going to react. I think he's going to react very well because he's not going to be pressured to want to score all those points. I also feel like this is what I thought when they lost Al Horford. I thought it, and I don't know how. Obviously, I don't. I don't know Brad Stevens. I thought it was a chance for them to like play more small ball, where you see more uh, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Gordon Hayward on the court together to help ease some of those tensions. Right. But I'm going to be honest with you about this division. The only thing I'm confident about is the Sixers are going to be first. I don't really have too many hot takes. To me, it's all in flux because of the things you just said about the Celtics. Yeah. We don't know how they're going to play with Kemba during the season. They also have it a does lot have... of first-round talent that's looking to be paid. And the problem is you I, can't I, I, pay everybody. Well, you still not, have... well here's, here's, this is what I think. Going back to a discussion we had off the podcast about the Kings, I don't think they're going to pay Jalen Brown. Oh, yeah, I, 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 I don't think they're going to pay I think at this Brown. point, he's probably not going to get paid either from them. The same way I feel that Buddy Heald is going to get paid, probably not from them. I think it's going to be a situation where a lot of teams try to do poison pills. Uh, you think so? Yeah, I mean, that's the best way to kind of fuck over if these guys are going to... Like, you know it fits within your cap in order to do it. Right. But it may not fit within the cap or what the Kings are trying to do because you'll match it up with other people's contract extensions and now you can't 
I see the cat because the bird rights haven't attached yet. So the thing is, is that I can see Buddy Heald switching teams. I could see uh, Jalen Brown getting traded away. I think the problem is, is that they had too much talent and it was so much. And they've swung for the fences and they got Kyrie Irving and they were able to sign Gordon Hayward and they didn't know what they were going to have in terms of talent well, coming I th- up. I think what happened was they weren't able to trade for Anthony Davis, essentially. They, well, they couldn't because him and Kyrie had the same type of contract. Well, it's also because... No, that was Anthony, the reason why Anthony, the CBA well, didn't allow it. Anthony Davis... Well, no, remember, they were going to wait. But the thing about it is Anthony Davis' father was like, Anthony Davis is not going to... Right, and I Celtics. think that's the reason why it didn't work and out with them. But if they could have made the trade mid-season, they would have done it because they had people, the pieces. Some people say that Clutch Sports doesn't like the Celtics. Why would they? <laughs> I mean, LeBron's... Nobody likes Boston. <laughs> that was the, the worst Boston accent ever, and you should never do that ever again. Guess what? I'd probably never go to Boston again. You were, you, you were in Boston before? I've been to Boston. What were you doing in there? I saw Massachusetts, you know. Hit the whole state. Really? How Moving on. How, <laughs> how was it up there in New England? How was the weather? Really? You're going to ask me that? Was it wet? Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Uh, I mean that pretty much wraps it up for me. Yeah, I think this. I think it's uh, seven. As long as we all know the Knicks suck. Yeah, Knicks are hot garbage. <laughs> I honestly don't know where they go. Where who goes? In terms of building, because the Knicks. It's just like you brought in all these these power forwards listen, and listen, shit listen. like that, and then yeah. you're just like. Listen, as long as you have James Dolan. You just tank every season. No, but then the question <laughs> is, is that yeah, this is guard heavy, but there's some really good power forwards and stuff like that coming up too and it's just like you gave out all these contracts with the anticipation that the Knicks always do and they always try and go for the big fish oh we're gonna get Giannis why would Giannis go there like like, uh, listen I I yawn because this is a waste talking about the Knicks is a waste long story short the Knicks is garbage (laughs) oh my god so the Knicks are gonna be last the 76ers are gonna be first and everybody else is going to fight in the middle. That's how I literally see it. I think it's going to be Raptors, Nets, and Celtics. Raptors. All of them making the playoffs. But Raptors, Nets, and Celtics. Yep, Celtics finishing fourth. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you think the Nets are going to be better than the Celtics? I think that they will. Yeah, I think that they'll play better. I think that there's enough talent on the Nets. I think it's up and coming. And I still think that the issues in Boston ran a lot deeper than just Kyrie Irving. If that was the case, then... I think you hope the issues ran deeper than Kyrie Irving because that's your boy. No, not even that. I, I, I think it's just for that many people to leave and for that many stories about them all not getting along, I don't think it's just one person well, and you well, had the all those attitudes and people going... No like, one oh, else wasn't it. getting along except for Kyrie. That's the thing. Jalen Brown just attained him to get along. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Gordon Hayward get along. They didn't like that Brad Stevens did that. Rozier gets along with everybody else. The players just don't get along with Kyrie. It's, that's, that, I know that for a fact. I also think that there's... And the, that's a problem. I also think that there's the cause of concern. And then you saw and natural also, aggression. Even, even you saw aggression. natural aggression last year from all those players. And, and I'm a just lot like, of it has to do with Kyrie. Okay, but... Even Richard was, Jefferson was like, when he played in Cleveland, Kyrie's a different dude. Sometimes Kyrie comes in... 
talks to everybody. Sometimes he doesn't want to talk to anybody. That's a problem when dudes who are veterans on your old team won a championship were just like, everybody knows Kyrie's a different dude. Not to mention the nigga like the earth is flat. I'm pretty sure he came to the he came to the locker room talking about that shit. They're just like, hey, he hey. didn't learn how to do. <laughs> he, he ain't learned how to do. So we see your loyalties to Duke before Kyrie. Yeah, just want to make sure. No, I'm just saying. I just think that I just think that there's more pause for concern for the Celtics than anything else. I I I'll say I this. just don't think I just don't I'll think that this. that many people leave that they do that much stuff with the team going forward. I, I say this: if the Celtics come in as a number two seed and they they look good together, it's gonna be very damning for Kyrie. I will say that. Right, and I just don't... Look, I think that many people leaving, that many things different happening with that team, and all the stuff that you have just isn't, oh, this guy isn't there because he was not playing all year. And it would tell you something... And guess what? Yeah, the team and them, they did play better when he wasn't on the court. But there was still regression from all those players, and it's not just the fact that he was there. Even though he played better, Jason Tatum stopped taking as many threes and started taking more mid-range shots, which are far more inefficient for him. He would he would literally take two steps past three and then shoot, and it's just like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, I think he got a little bit of that Mamba mentality in him, and it messed him up a little bit. Maybe he didn't feel confident in his three. Maybe he felt better stepping in when you were taking them last year and you were hitting them. We're talking about Jason Tatum, right? Yeah. Well, he said that he wanted less Mamba mentality. You saw that, right? I didn't see that. Oh yeah, it was a video. Basically, he was just like he's taking a little bit. He's taking some Kobe out of his game this season, which is probably the reason why he's probably will go better. But okay. Yeah, it probably will go better because he's probably you know, but you know, Kyrie's, take more efficient shots. Kyrie's gone, so you know. Uh, it's you, more you, efficient you, shots. You can't have two players with Mamba mentality on the same team. Oh, that's true. <laughs> so that also yeah, it totally didn't work on the first time. But guys, that is it. We have finished up our top fifty players. Uh, we finished it all up for conferences. Um, uh, conference division recap. Yeah, so at this point, the next time you hear from us will probably be after the first week of basketball. We'll have some hot takes. I think we should go over division winners after the first couple days and just talk about what we think about the NBA season and what we're really, really looking forward to. I'm Steve. He's Hot Take Rob. I can't just be Chris? No, you're Hot Take Rob. I love you, Aisha Diaz. Bye. (laughs)